Welcome to this edition of the Share Chair Podcast. This week we are coming from Allendale. I am Sean McMaster. I am a teacher here in Allendale working with some fantastic students who have great stories to share. With me is Dan Remenap, who is the principal and will be leading this interview, so I will let him take it away. Thank you very much, Mr. McMasters. I'm here today with Josh Stessner. Josh, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, tell us a little about your, uh, yourself, your background, and then we'll get into the meat of the interview. Uh, I'm Josh Dessner. I'm a senior at Allendale. I uh, was asked to be on the podcast. I speak about, uh, I guess, sort of overcoming anxiety and depression and uh, finding outlets that help deal with that and stuff like that. Great. Thank you. I, I can't tell you, Josh, how much I appreciate you having this discussion. Um, Mr. McMasters can tell you this is a topic that is near and dear to a bunch of our students here in uh, Allendale and other, other districts. And I think one of the ways we can confront it is pulling it out of the shadows. So you being willing to share your story um, hopefully can help a lot of people. And I really appreciate you being brave enough to do so. Um, tell us a little bit, start off telling us by how you, tell us your story. When did you realize that this was going on? How did you feel and what did you yeah, do? Yeah, um, I was probably about, 10 or 11 years old and I just all of a sudden started having like obsessive compulsive stuff and I was just afraid of a ton of things I couldn't leave my house because I thought that bees were going to get me and I couldn't play basketball by myself in my backyard because I was just feeling anxious and then when I got to middle school I started to get anxious about school and stuff like that, so I would miss a ton of school. Uh, last year, my junior year, I missed over 30 days of school because of anxiety, and that really had an effect on things like what college I'm gonna go to, and the activities that I'm doing, and stuff like that, so it's definitely changed a lot. Okay, how, uh, how have you dealt with it so well? Because I see you here regularly as a successful, well-rounded young man. Um, how, how have, tell us about how you address this and, and how you've kind of overcome it. Um, well, I've seen uh, therapists and psychiatrists since I was probably 10 or 11, and I've been on medication for a few years. Uh, anxiety actually got in the way of medication uh, a few years ago. I wouldn't take it regularly, okay. and it wasn't doing me any good, but Two years ago, I started taking it regularly, regularly, and it's been a life changer. See, and I'm, I'm so encouraged by that because I think that sometimes people equate taking medicine with a weakness, and it's not a weakness at all. It comes down to chemistry and how your body operates yep. and helps balance it out. And I think that if people had a better understanding of that, there'd be... A lot more compassion yeah. and understanding about the entire situation. That's awesome. I'm glad you shared that. That's exactly what Josh and I talked about the other day is it, it's an invisible illness. If you have a broken arm, you wear a sling. You have mm -hmm. uh, a broken leg, you're on crutches. If you're dealing with anxiety, depression, or other mental health issues, there, there isn't uh, anything for anyone to see. So sometimes people don't realize that people have a battle to fight. Um, who did you tell first about your anxiousness and, and um, I think I didn't really at first I didn't really have to tell anybody it was super like I was super like you could tell there's definitely something wrong when it first started okay. and uh, I mean like my closer friends know about it and 
uh, my family members know about it and stuff, uh, like having to explain why I missed so much school last year to people wasn't super easy because, you know, you say you miss school for anxiety and they're like, well, what does that mean? Like, like get over it. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. And yeah. But it's not that easy no, at all. No, it's definitely not that Absolutely. easy. It's like telling someone with a broken leg, you know, walk it off. Yeah. Right. right. And it, it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. I have to ask questions out of my own ignorance. When you were having these anxious moments, did you see your fears as rational or irrational, but you just couldn't get over them? And does that question make sense? Um, it does. Uh, I think it depends on the situation. Okay. Um, like in moments of like intense anxiety mm-hmm. or like anxiety attacks, it all seems very irrational and because the fear is so real and stuff like that. Okay. But definitely there are some things that I know are irrational. Uh, okay. Can you can you mention like what specifically made you scared? Was there a certain trigger? Was it crowds? Was it noises or, uh, it vary, or? definitely crowds and loud noises <clears throat> don't help me like at all. Okay. Um, uh, I think some like schoolwork pressure from family added to the anxiety. Um, expectations and other things like when I did sports, I had a ton of expectations on me mm-hmm. in sports. Um, and do you think that their approach to having done you know, like you know schoolwork, get your schoolwork done, that type of thing, or work harder at this sport? Do you think that that would have been their message had they known? that this anxiety was a issue. Oh, definitely not. Um, you think they would have changed their approach had that been yes um, identified sooner, I guess, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, my mom works with like it, with kids. She has a degree in uh, child care and stuff like that, so she knows ways to approach it, and my brother has had problems with this as well. Um, uh, yeah, definitely, I think some coaches and teachers would have handled it differently if they knew earlier, but... I mean, yeah. yeah. But what's and I know I know you're not a professional, but you're dealing with you, you're dealing with it and have dealt with it. What are some signs maybe teachers, administrators, parents should look for um, from someone who's suffering from kind of an invisible um, anxiousness or depression? What how how can you make us understand it better? And what we should look what should we look for? Um, I definitely think a change in like appearance can definitely have a big impact on it. Uh, like if you're super anxious about going to school, then I think the way you look might not be super important to you. And okay. it's just um, stuff like that. Um, their interactions with other kids, if they're either way less interactive with kids or way more interactive with kids, then that could be something. So a change? Yes. If you go from extreme one way to extreme another? Yeah, okay. like getting your work done. Like from getting a ton of work done to getting zero work done could okay. definitely have something to do with anxiety. Now, you said earlier that it was completely obvious, like you didn't necessarily have to have that identified for mm-hmm. you, but at what point in your journey did you say, there's something going on here that's not being addressed? Uh, I think... Like, how old do you think you were? I was probably 13 or 14. Okay, and um, where you realized, I need to talk about this, or somebody, I need, there's something going on. Yeah, here. definitely. Um, um, that you were aware of. That this isn't a um, uh, something that's helpful to your <laughs> everyday life. Yeah, um, I, I noticed. I noticed it when I was missing school more than any other kid, and kids were always asking me, you know, where are you? Why were you gone? And I would like say I'm sick or something like that. But I was just super, super anxious about stuff, and uh, 
at first when I realized something was wrong, I didn't know how much it would take to get to where I am now. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm here, it's everything that I've done is definitely worth it. And I wish that I would have done more about it sooner than I had. Well, you're still young, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I know. It's great, but, and yeah. and uh, you know you can't look back, and you don't want to have any regrets. Um, and I'm I'm proud of you for addressing it. How? Absolutely. Tell me some of the positive ways you've dealt with it. Like, what other positive outlets do you have? I know you're a whale of a singer. He's got one of the best voices in our school, mm -hmm. um, and you're a very successful choir student. Um, what are some other productive, healthy ways you've dealt with it? I know you said mentioned meds, but what else? Anything? Um, I mean, there there have been some friends that have like been like a comfort zone for me, definitely. Um, I'm more of a like small group of better friends than a big group of not Perfect. better awesome. friends. That's great. And so I can tell them more about what's going on and they have always understood pretty well. Okay, so being and, open and not yeah. being afraid to talk and confide yeah. in people. Um, if there's a student out there listening to this right now, and I sure hope there there is, um, what would your advice be to someone, I guess student or non-student, who's dealing with anxiety, depression, and uh, what would your advice be to that person? Um, talk to someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, Google stuff definitely helps. <laughs> okay. uh, you get to learn from professionals about mm -hmm. what you're feeling because you're not the only person that's been feeling that. And definitely try to see a psychiatrist or therapist about definitely getting professional help. Confide in a teacher, yes. a parent, a friend, a loved one. Yes. That's great advice. And I think it does help to know that you're not alone. You're Absolutely. You're the only one who's gone through this. You need to find that person that you're going to walk with this through, who would walk <coughs> with it through. And if it's not, you know, and hopefully it's a parent or guardian, and if it's not that person, then you continue to look for that. And I guess I would say also that if that person doesn't have the skill set to help you, you say, okay, that's fine. Can you help, find me, help me find somebody who... Walk Can. alongside me. Yes. Yep. Walk alongside. Now, again, I'm asking this question out of ignorance. Is there an end zone? Is there a finish line? Do you ever are you ever healed from this, or is this something that is going to come and go as you age, or don't you know um, that? It's definitely something that's going to come and go. Um, I have family members that are they deal with it. elderly that still deal with anxiety and stuff like that, okay. and uh, I the more you like go on the more you're going to find out how to deal with things and different situations but in my experience new situations bring new anxieties sure. but it's just more opportunities to learn how to deal with it awesome great yeah um, no and i think that that's fantastic and i really appreciate the clarification on um the medicine aspect like if you have allergies you take uh, allergy pill so absolutely. if you have this you take something to help you balance it out and right? it's it's important to find like a healthy way of medic medicating Absolutely. because I've like my uh, mom has told me that uh, if you don't help your kids get the right help they need, they'll self medicate. Absolutely. Yes. With, uh, and we have to approach this healthy yeah. for healthy lives. Right. Yes. That's where a lot of drugs and alcohol abuse come yes. into play yeah. is kids start to, get, well, adults even start to self medicate. Mm -hmm. A very good point from a very young man, very bright young man. Yep. Um, Josh, we're super proud of you. Can't, but I mean, fantastic. I so appreciate your input um, because it is. It's it's a across the ages. You're going to reach out more to teens than this. There there is a full on adults and 
uh, who can benefit from this discussion. And I and, and one of the reasons I asked you to be on our podcast on our podcast is people need to understand that how common this is. And I so I weekly I have students come in with their parents. Their parents tell me, "Hey, my my son or daughter's upset." And I we need people to understand that it's not only okay, but it's right to come forward and say, "Hey." Absolutely. This life is tough. I need some help here. Yep. And I uh, appreciate you doing that. Appreciate you being our guest today. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Absolutely. And, Thanks uh, for having me. Keep going with the choir stuff. We're proud of you. And best of luck to you the rest of the year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.